Welcome to Vanderpump Rules Party Podcast, the longest-running podcast about Vanderpump Rules out there. Please join your hosts, Holly and Sarah, as they deep-dive everything Vanderpump Rules. Hi, everybody. I'm Holly Borges. I'm Sarah C. Welcome back to the podcast. Yes. You do sound sick. Yes. Um, I'm not sick. I just like completely, well, I guess it's like turning into something, but like I'm not down for the count at all. I just lost my voice. And it was funny. It was right after we podcasted for, you know, it was like after the reunion. And I was like, look, everyone, I lost my voice because I podcasted so much. Um but it's still gone, so I'm thinking that that's not the reason. So, hmm. yeah. Yeah, I'm going on two weeks tomorrow, but I'm finally better. And you know what I think did it? So I'm never, ever sick for two weeks. And if it is, it's just like a lingering cough or something. But I've literally had a sore throat for two weeks. And I didn't go to, like, an important event because I didn't want to get my friends sick because they were about to leave for Columbia the next day. I'm like... I can't risk it. And thank God I didn't because I ended up getting sick anyways. And had I gone, they would have thought it was for me. And I would have lived with that guilt. Yeah. Anyways, um, so yeah, I was wondering if I gave it to you because I've physically felt fine, like body and everything. It's just cold or like cough and the sore throat that it's like swallowing glass every time you have to take a sip. And uh, yeah, it just lasted forever. But I finally, yesterday, like the day before... Sunday night, Monday night, I don't know, whatever. I put on those detox, detox foot pads, you know? Yeah. That I know some say are bullshit, but maybe it's mental. Um, yesterday, for the first day in two weeks, I felt a little better. Huh. And then today, I felt it, it's almost all gone. Well, like, my sore throat's um, mostly gone. I haven't coughed in two days. So... Yeah, I have not got like the the sore throat part at all. It's so it's so weird. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't. Well, it, I didn't I, give it to you. Good. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but but like I, I sound like a man. So bear with me, everyone. I don't have the great podcast voice this week. So. Well, yeah, I didn't want to push it, you guys. Um, you're gonna kill me, but I didn't want to push it because I was starting to feel better. But I've been, you know, we've been. When commuting up to LA and Orange County and doing live podcasts, and then last week is Hollywood and Orange County and back down here and had all sorts of events and and just running crazy. And today I was supposed to go to a barbecue at Jeremy's, um, Ariana's brother's house, and I was so looking forward to it, so planning on it. And I think I just like kind of hit a wall today. And then also like when I was driving back through where he lives um over the weekend there's always traffic in that area and i was like dozing off and shit so i was checking traffic i'm like oh god it's gonna it's gonna take this long both ways i hit a wall i'm like i i'm not i'm not sure i should go and so i didn't go but um sadly because i really wanted to catch up with him and his girlfriend rachel that we really like and and then now we see in the stories that Gina was there, Ariana was there, Kristen was there, but it's like that doesn't matter. I was going, I didn't think they were going at all. Yeah. Um. 
But, um, yeah, so I missed out on a good time either way, but I want to hit them up when I probably next time I drive back from Orange County and I'm passing through, I'm like trying to make a plan so that I can just hang out with those two. It would have been hard anyways with so many people there to like really connect and like catch up because I think you would have done, I think you would have done just fine. (laughs) Make me feel guilty. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, well. Anyways, so um, I did go to a rugby game, San Diego Rugby, which was the team that Brock was signed to. I don't think he ever played. I don't know if it was because of COVID or other obligations, but I know he was supposed to play for them, I think, last year. Um, It was super fun. I mean, I'm down for the rugby here on out. It was so easy. It was so convenient. Yeah. Like, yeah, it was um, awesome. Cool. Great crowd, so highly recommend checking that out if you have a rugby team in your in your place. It's at um, Snapdragon Stadium where San Diego State plays. We literally pulled in. First of all, it's like super close to my house, and so an Uber would have been super fast and cheap and no lines, you know? Mm-hmm. But we drove, pulled right up what you would have thought would have been like the coach's spot. or <laughs> And the guy's like, no park there so we walked like five feet in we knew some people manning some booths and stuff so we were chatting with them walk had great seats they have great food stands no lines for anything when you leave no lines it was fantastic nice so anyways how was your holiday weekend good um we just did like lots of um barbecues with some of Ronnie's friends went to my parents today yeah nice and quiet but like really packed it in and like I am feeling like super fulfilled with this weekend and like ready to head into like summer and all of the things and June's really busy for me so and for the podcast so I'm ready I know you guys we have something next week for the podcast and for the show. And I just realized we have something this weekend that I totally forgot about. Yeah. So we'll get, we'll get her done. It's yeah. Good that, you know, Got to rest a little bit. So I was listening to some podcasts. Um, you know, the cast podcasts were all pretty interesting the last week. Kristen's, um, Sheena's Jackson, Brittany's. So Kristen revealed, I think she had Janet on her podcast. Okay. Who, you know, has been over at Ariana's house quite a bit. And, you know, we know the letter that Ariana mentioned, right? Oh, I saw a letter sent to my house four days ago from Raquel. Yes. Um, Well, after that, so like last week, um, they were over there and Janet saw a postcard from Raquel to Tom. And it had like the lightning bolts on the front of the postcard and it said like Tucson or whatever it said, whatever city it said. Uh-huh. Um, and oh, I saw this and I was just thinking of you. So clearly there's still a thing, but also how sick, like I totally understand her writing a letter. That's what you do. If you are in a facility, your phone's limited, probably you write out your thoughts, but a postcard knowing they share a house is you know, I think maybe some people were starting to get some empathy and were like, oh, she needs help. She's she's getting mental health help. That's awesome. But sending a postcard to the home that, that you shared of the person you betrayed, that is diabolical. Yeah. That is so awful. 
I also uh, heard some some theories on that of people saying like she heard that the letter was seen and she purposely sent a postcard this time so everyone could read it. Right. You know, it's like a little that's more I mean. purposeful. Yeah. Especially because it's not just Ariana that's hand. Like there's a lot of people over there. So I, I don't know. Yeah. It just seems like a dig. Yeah. I don't know. Well, if they are still like a thing and then all these rumors of what he's been up to and his shenanigans out, out there, I don't know. That would, I do not envy her position. Can no. you imagine just no. being like cooped up? And then watching him have the time of his life, taking his shirt off. And, I mean, just saw more clips of his show last night in Pittsburgh. Yeah, I, I mean, I that would bother me. But yeah, these it's these other stories that we're hearing on the side of him meeting up with people, hanging out with people, having special relationships with people. That would piss me off. Yeah, big time. So, um, one of the other revelations that people have been talking about is um, LVP moving in all to Vegas. You know, Pomp is not being renewed. Allegedly, your house is for sale. So, one theory is, the big revelation is LVP is moving in all to Vegas. And do they want to come with her? Will the cast go? Like, the cast doesn't even work for her. So, that would that doesn't seem like a logical theory. But will they proceed without her or something? Do you think she would move to Vegas? I mean, it would be more interesting. I think that the, it may be like the first like reality TV show residency. Like it would be interesting. They've never done anything like that before where – especially with the show at, like at its height right now. It's – I don't know. It's a theory. Yeah, and they could they could move around to her different restaurants with different staff to keep it interesting and moving. And um, I have a feeling that that's how Peter plays into it a little bit more in season eleven. I oh. think that Lisa will kind of set up shop there, which will then truly leave Peter in charge. Will which will put him in like the LVP position there. So like he'll sit down with them more like Lisa did, which could like revitalize the whole thing a little bit. I don't know. It's it's. I don't know. Because that's what we're going to talk about today is the extra footage on Peacock, but also the never before seen um, footage. Um, You know, they air those every week. I went through all of them and noted down all of the extra footage. And one of them was Peter sitting down with LVP saying, you know, you know, I'm uh, looking to get my own lounge, Peter's lounge. And she's like, don't you die. I need you for another 14 years, Peter. And so maybe they come to some kind of compromise, like maybe he has ownership in Sir or something. Right. And then they I mean, call the garden Peter's... Garden. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hmm. Well, that's a theory. I know pe- people... Jackson, and Brittany, like, it's very clear they want to be back on TV. They both said it. They're both kind of like... Jax has said so many times, I'll see you soon... Oh, when you know we've we've made all the hints. Lala's made the hints. Sheena made the hints. Um, he's you know I still think he's going to be a friend of. They're going to transition and prop up their own show. You know, not just about them, but they'll be a part of that. But so I think we were potentially looking at a Vegas spinoff, a Valley spinoff, 
and then also Jackson Britt being playing some kind of role on VPR. Yeah. But who knows now? I mean, it's clearly it's not going to be like a Schwartz and Sandys or a Tom Tom spinoff. That yeah. ship has sailed. <clears throat> I did see, I did see that um, theory kind of like pop back up where um, this was in April that um, a bunch of Schwartz and Sandys employees were saying that they were going to be filming for Schwartz and Sandys. Like there was going to be something happening there. Um, a lot of their employees went on social media at the time talking about important meetings they were taking, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. I really think that fell off. Um, but who knows what Lisa's up to? I do think she's up to something. So I don't know. Yeah. Hmm. But clearly they're getting something about her ready for filming. That's going to happen real quick. Yes, the awning's up, the sign's up. The booths are in. The shelves are up. Like, uh, there's a lot happening. We'll give you another update, visual update, next week when we're up there. Yes. Um, if you guys are on the Patreon, um, you can see a little bit more of James's house. So join the Patreon. We'll also be covering the Randall scandal in the Patreon. So head on over there for our uh, recap of the Randall scandal. Yes. And anything else that's been happening before we jump into the extra footage? Uh, no, I think that's it. So first we've got the reunion part one extra footage that Peacock put out. Oh, really quick. Do we want to talk about Sandoval and the airplane? Oh, sure. So there was um, someone leaked some footage of um, Sandoval taking a phone call on an airplane with his screen angled towards, like, the aisle, showing that he's speaking to, quote, Raquel Levis. Um, and you could clearly you see, see it. Was it. On, it was on mute. Oh, that's weird. Yeah, that's what I noticed, besides the snacks. I don't see, I didn't see it on speaker. Oh, why would he have it on speaker? I don't, I don't know. Oh. That, then that person absolutely should have heard. Um, but I, I just feel like that is like such a setup of a, a picture. And the other thing I've been noticing, and it's it's very slight, but um, people, I mean, we've said this from the beginning, but people are getting sick of the coverage of this. They're angry about it. They They want to know why we're talking about it, which is... We don't get this so much on our page because it's literally called Vanderpump Rules Party. We've covered it from the beginning. This is what we do. So I feel like unless you're seeking, like, not, like, you just don't look at our page if you don't want to see that. But uh, for other people who are maybe have other podcasts that cover a ton of stuff, I feel like people are getting a little sick of the Scandaval coverage. Right. Um, I've seen people standing up for Sandoval a lot more than they have in the past. Yeah. Um, even some of the the friends, the friends that you see at all these gatherings, they're messaging us in support of, of Sandoval. So I, yeah. I, I'm kind of, I'm like, oh, okay. Like, in, well, I mean, was... I'm, I'm kind of glad that, I don't know. It, it like makes, I don't know. It's, it's interesting. interesting as Sheena mentioned that, that, 
um, she had reached out after Sandoval's best friend Ollie died um, unexpectedly. She reached out to Sandoval to just ask if he was okay. And she sent two messages. One was, looks like it was delivered, but not answered. And the other one said, not delivered. So either she's blocked or his phone's off or out of range or something. And so then she sent a message to Kyle Chan to ask him to see, like, just to make sure he's okay and whatever, mentally, you know, because on top of Scandal, we've got his best friend, you know, dying and all sorts of things piling right, up at once. Right. And she goes, and I wasn't the only friend that reached out. She goes, I won't name them, but other mutual friends reached out to him. So it's interesting because Ariana's very clear, like, you're going to talk to him. You're not going to talk to me. Even to LVP, she said that, you know, and made her the only possible exception. And then she told everyone, you're going to go to Schwartz and Sandy's, then don't talk to me. And I thought, well, Which this is, is a, interesting. It's a ridiculous, to me, that's ridiculous. And um, not, not, in, yeah, not in a way like, oh my gosh, I sliced my finger. Um, yeah, I, I don't, I just. I've seen some of her friends go to Schwartz and Sandy's and post. I've seen people like Nick Vile that she goes on his podcast. He's like, oh, we're good friends. And he has all the cast on and he just was promoting. Yeah, I'm going to Schwartz and Sandy's this weekend. I think it was last weekend. And I'm like, okay, so you're never going to talk to him again? I mean, that's fine. But like, what about the people like that are following your rules? You know? <laughs> yeah. I'm not going. Um, yeah, so I don't know. It's like, it, it seems like it's already a slippery slope where people, even like Sheena, are reaching out. And there's, I'm not saying that was wrong for her. Of course not. Like, his friend died and no one wants him to, to do anything bad, um, Raquel or Sandoval. So it's, you know, it's never a bad thing to check on people and, and stuff like that. But it is interesting to but see. But you can't be, how long you can't be, th- those stream, those two extremes like can't exist together. You can yeah. either, you care about someone's well being or you don't. It's very simple. So yeah. you can't be like, I, I don't know, like you can't be like a mental health advocate and then be like shitting on someone like to the point where you're sending them to that facility. I mean, I'm, her actions did that, but like they're 100% contributing. So I don't know. It's the whole thing is crazy. It's just like um the like when Lala told Schwartz, she's like, "You absolutely like that's my line. Like it's either him or me," and it sounds like that's what Ariana right. is doing too. Right. Yeah. Um, it was also interesting on his phone. It said Raquel Levis, not Jamie, as yes. we heard originally. I yeah. Raquel's name was a lot of people listed. DM'd about that. I thought that was interesting. Another um new development that we had was the girl who was photographed with Sandoval in Texas made a statement and she said, anxiety tip, if you hang out with a famous person, be prepared that someone will likely take your picture, sell it to the tabloids, put your face on blast, tell everyone you're dating and give you the worst anxiety you've ever experienced. Thank you to my closest friends for being there and checking on me right now. P.S. I'm not dating Tom. P.S.S. Find better hobbies. So um, that was interesting. Yeah. A lot of people commenting that if this girl 
wants to be an influ- an influencer, she can't be triggered by getting her picture taken and people talking about her. That That's pretty much what an influencer is. And also, like, maybe she should find a better hobby, you know, than hanging out with Tom Sandoval. <laughs> so... I mean, all true. Yeah. She makes great points. So do the other. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Huh. Wow. Yes. Well, I think that's all that I saw that was going on. So on the the beginning of the reunion, do you notice that? So it's that black screen and then the the white words and it says in a one-on-one or like a never before one-on-one with Andy Cohen. Tom Sandoval was given one final chance to come clean. Yes. It's like, why, why one final chance? Like, first of all, he's already lied to him like several times to his face. But, you know, like it was kind of like Stassi in the early season. She's like, Andy, I lied to you right to your face, right on the reunion. You know what I mean? And clearly Sandoval did too, you know, because Andy catches him later. Once the reunion hits, he'd already lied to him in the one-on-one. But, why does he get one final chance? It's like they're they're making it very dramatic for us, like to yeah, they're it's just dramatic. Yeah. So, anyways, he's he says he it started. He basically he's like, when did the feelings start? He's like, well, pretty much like all of last year. So basically, right after she broke up with James is what he's saying because they broke up in December, so all of last year. Yeah. Uh, and which, like, I I don't really have a problem with that timeline because we personally witnessed Raquel heavily hanging out with that whole group. Like, right yeah. after they took her under their wings and they gave her the support that she needed. She was, like, literally part of their family, part of that whole group. So, hard agree with that. Like, if feelings were caught like uh, it's plausible because they were hanging out all the time right so then going over the timeline he's like it says boys night out which was thursday august 5th they had the intimate moment but then whatever that means but then like really had sex after the senior next tuesday which would be august 10th um i'm thinking then on i was as i was going back through all the episodes and the never before seen um episodes between August 5th and August 10th was their pool party when Raquel told James, you don't know how emotionally distraught I am and have been over finding out that you and Lala hooked up like before James and Raquel were exclusive, right? Right. When she told Katie and Lala, I'm fine. That doesn't bother me. What bothers me more is how quickly James hooked up with Allie, right? Right. But fine. It can hit her later. She was probably just trying to play cool. That's fine. But when you think about it, they had boys night out, they had that intimate moment, then they had the pool party, and she's saying this at the pool party, and then she's calling Lala, the mistress bimbo, after she's already had this moment with Sandoval, and it's like, you're emotionally distraught over something that happened before you and James were exclusive, well, you're just doing this to your other best friend with her partner of nine years. Yeah. Imagine how emotionally distraught, like... She's just not correlating her actions with her words. It's it's crazy. No, it's clear that 
they thought they were go- that that they were going to get away with this and like were completely disregarding yeah everything that they were doing and, on camera and what he says is he's telling everyone no 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 we took a break we had the one slip up but then we took a break dude and we weren't together okay okay so this is all uh, august 5th august 10th well then they were seen kissing in mexico on august 25th at sheena's wedding that her dress designer saw them kissing and we know that they were both absent and we saw them in the hot tub, which was also in the never before seen footage. We saw more footage of that. We saw the Raquel and the ass tap and the, so when was this break? Was it like a five day break? And then you go into life is beautiful when he says they started hooking up again. And that's when we see Raquel on Sandoval's shoulders at the concert. And I remember thinking, this is weird the at break that time. Thing, the break thing for me, like, I don't know if, like, I need to hear from you guys. Like, does the, that they took a break comfort any woman? Because to no. me, it's like, it actually, I don't know if it's, it's like, I don't know, if, it's probably not worse, but it would make me spiral even more to wonder, like, were they looking at each other like they wanted each other? Like, were they giving me, like, if I was the girlfriend, would they be, like, like, let's say that I was Ariana and I was like, oh, Tom, you're so annoying. Like, did Tom look at Raquel and she made, like, a little sad face at him and then, like, they supported each other through that? Like, just, like, those intimate talks that could happen when there's feelings behind them, to me, is, like, just as bad as if they were effing the whole time. Totally. And... And yeah, and it just, it creates like an, another level of like where I would just go nuts as Ariana, where I'd just be like, screw you. Yeah. So this is, okay, then in some of this footage, he's like, well, dude, we put out a front for filming. You know, we had a lot of issues. He's like, I felt like her gay best friend. Okay. I can't believe that no one's talking about this. I really, like, I, I can't believe... People are not outraged at that. And he said it to Andy. Like, I, 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 that was like, and I think like it's doubly gross in the fact that Logan is her gay best friend. So it's like, you're nowhere near him. Like the way she lights up when she speaks to him is far different than how she's ever looked at you. So like, don't even put yourself like in that category. (laughs) You know, like it, like that, I would be, I I bet Ariana rolled her eyes so hard at that because it's like, no, you're not. Like he was not there for her. He didn't like, I never saw them like giggling together or like dancing to Beyonce together. Like never, maybe they did that in their house. They had their nights when they did that. But out in public, that's not where, where she was having fun. Yeah. It just wasn't. Yeah. They go to music festivals together, but they'd be. She'd be dancing with Logan or Brad. Yeah. yeah. So, okay. Another excuse. So everyone's making the comparisons and showing the clips of how parallel it was when he uh, broke up with Kristen versus um, Ariana. I think it was, was it Kristen? So this was on her podcast. It might have been Luke or her guest that asked, well, what was the... Like, why, I think her, yeah, I think Kristen's boyfriend asked her, why didn't Sandoval break up with you after the Jack stuff? Like, it was, they still didn't break up for several months after that, right? 
And she, and she said that he would just keep giving excuses to other people that made no sense. He told Ariana or he told other people, he's like, well, dude, I just couldn't because, like, her grandpa died at the time and it just wasn't a good time. And Christian's like, my grandpa didn't die until 2015. She goes, I was with Carter. She's like, I was super close to my grandpa. I, I know when he died and I remember I was with Carter. And so he was saying all sorts of shit that wasn't even true. He's like that he couldn't break up with her because her grandpa died. So the same shit he's using for Ariana. Her dog died. Her yeah, grandma died. I feel like, it yeah, if we look, I feel like a lot of the things that Kristen said about him, it was like really cringy when she was giving those details about how, you know, how she used to take care of Tom. Like she gave a lot of, of details back in the day when – when, when, like, how Tom tried to get into it in this reunion, he's like, Kristen was on a rampage. It's like, yeah, she yeah. was. And she, like, annihilated his reputation and made him look like he couldn't take care of himself. Like, I remember that. Like, her, yeah. like, just, like, detail after detail of, like, I don't, like, paying his insurance. Or his did it, and didn't he get a DUI so he couldn't drive for, like, yes. a year and she drove him everywhere? Like, all these things that yes. she helped him through. And I just, it's, if I were a guessing woman, I would guess that it's hard for him to leave those relationships where he's taken care of and where he's comfortable. And like, and look how long he lived in his like rent control apartment. You know, it's like he he gets yeah. comfortable where he is and he doesn't want to leave it. So I I really feel like that's what's happening here too. Is Raquel was probably like, "What the hell, dude? Like, shit or get off the pot," and he couldn't get off. And so she started to force his hand by, like, flirting with Schwartz to try and make him jealous. Yeah. And so he had to, like, tell Schwartz so that Schwartz wouldn't go for her. And that's, you know, that whole theory. Um, she had to pretend she liked snowboarding, you know. When, um, when she went to the, the cabin in January. I loved that James yelled that out. She doesn't even like snowboarding. It was amazing. <laughs> it's kind of with the, oh, shoot. Damn it. I just had something really good with that. Um, and I know it's later in my notes. Okay, wait. Ariana. Okay, we were talking about... Yeah. All right, I'll get back to it. Okay. It was related to this. I know it chimed in perfectly, but whatever. Okay, so we, then we go over to... Sheena says that Katie felt... She felt Katie was lighter and deserved better. Um seeing her, you know, post-divorce and whatnot. And she's like, she just seemed a lot better. She felt lighter and brighter. And Schwartz jokes to her, to Sheena, well, better than this? And Sheena's like, yeah. He's like, oh, there's no such thing. She's like, yes, better than you. So again, Schwartz trying to diminish it and be like, oh, and joke around. Oh, he's like, but that kiss was liberating. And like Raquel smiles like, oh, don't smile in your trailer. Am I Tweedledee over... or Tweedledee Little Dick? Oh, God. Like, ugh. Sandoval told Raquel in the hot tub at Coachella that he and Ariana are in an open relationship. But then, if that's true, why did they have to hide it? It's kind of like the, it's like the Miami girl thing. This is where I think Jax, Jax is, Jax is really earning his voice of reason title, self-title of his new merch because he's, I, this was in my head and then I listened to him and he said the exact same thing. He's like, 
if you guys weren't exclusive and you're fine with it, why lie and hide and deny it? I know Ariana's come out and saying, well, she didn't want people to think badly of Tom and she wanted them to see how amazing she sees him as. But it's like, you know what? It would have been done and squashed if you just be like, yeah, I know. He just got out of such a long-term relationship. He just had a guy's night, had fun. We just kind of started dating. It's fine. We're now exclusive. We're not going to do this anymore. Is what it is. It was very early. We're over it. Like, it'd be done if you just owned it. But instead, we're talking about it seven years later. And now you both look bad. Yeah. Because you lied to each other or to all of your friends. You lied to all of your fans and listeners. You had friends and family lie and stand up like Sheena said she always believed it. I remember Jeremy saying, how could it happen? I was there partying with them that whole weekend, which he was. But, you know, he didn't spend the night. He went home. So, you know, he didn't know. But who knows? Yeah. I don't know. Schwartz calls Katie a comment troll. But what I'm I'm confused about, though, is I thought we went through, like, a couple episodes of everyone saying, no, that open relationship, that's not true. Like, no one ever said that. That wasn't said. But then, like, they say he did say it. Like, why would they have to hide it? You know what I mean? It's weird. Yeah. I, I, I just, I don't, I don't quite understand. Yeah. Um, I thought this was a little redemption moment for Sheena when Katie admitted that even her closest friends often don't know when she's struggling with stuff because she stuffs her feelings down. And so she's like, so it wasn't totally Sheena's fault. Obviously, Sheena was way too eager Beaver to be pushing the Raquel Schwartz thing. Like, but I think they just kept fueling off each other over like one misunderstanding over the next. And like Sheena just blindly being loyal to Raquel. Um, but you know, if you take what Sheena says that Katie was drunk in Vegas and be like, yeah, go for it. I don't care. And then, but then from Katie's perspective, I was drunk and I was just putting up a front, but I was hurting inside, you know, they both make really good points. I mean, she just has to thank Sandoval at this point for saving her ass and her coming out good this season because it would have been, it would have been a rough her her shenanigan stars that have gone up would have plummeted probably again with just haters. Yeah, because she was not getting the fan support early on in those first two weeks of the show before Scandal hit. Yeah. Oh, so okay. I already said there's some people that reached out to Sandoval who are, I want to know who these other people are. I have a guess. I kind of know who these other people are that reached out to Sandoval. And again, not pointing any fingers because you're just checking on mental health or whatnot, but where is the line? Does Ariana know they've reached out? I'm not going to name names either, but I have an idea. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I again, like I try to put myself in like the position of if this happened to one of my friends, like how would I handle it? And yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah, I guess it. I guess it would depend on who I was better friends with and what they were asking, and you know what the what the line was. Yeah. All right, going back, this isn't really so much never-before-seen footage, but 
It was never before noticed by me, Raquel, with the Squishmallow on her couch. Oh, yeah. Only because I've been buying so many Squishmallows lately that I'm like, game recognizes game. But I'm like, is this, I understand, they're very soft. Is this really what you have on your couch when you're having, like, apparently she's been going through men, like, you know, lottery tickets. Like she said, just call me Madam Revolver. It's a revolving door. Her and Sheena were joking in a scene later, and which is fine. Go get it. You know, you're you're newly single. I'm happy for you. But is that what you're bringing men over to? The Squishmallows on the couch? <laughs> the, the giant Hello Kitty? What did you say it was called? My Melody. <laughs> I Yeah, I freaking love my Melody. Um, yeah. So I, I've been making like a running list for like of questions that I have. Like if I had been at the barbecue today, like I probably would have like got some of these questions and just cause like they're, they're not like personal or anything to the cast, but I'm, I'm curious, like when they go and shoot a scene in your apartment, the, the, the crew shows up like, do they have any do they say like hey let's let's move this out of the way or let's put this here um because i would say like definitely raquel's they made a point of kind of making raquel's apartment all season looking like childlike not childlike as in like there was toys around but it's very much like my first apartment like it's like very cute and dainty and the galaxy light and the stuffed animals on the couch and Graham's little toys like it's very like dee 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 I don't know and then oh. Schwartz's apartment is like a wreck it's like you know they obviously yeah. tell like they don't say like hey let's pick this up a little bit they don't <laughs> because we've seen this for many years you know, it's always, and I, I think they, they love it. Like, I think they, they love the way that each of the cast members keep their houses. Yeah. But it, it's just interesting. Yeah. Okay. Another, um, never before seen was at the boutique with Charlie and Raquel when she's buying that lightning bolt necklace. Uh huh. I got to say props to Raquel because they're buying all this stuff and she's like, they're ringing it up and Raquel's like, um, also like, can I get some kind of discount? Like if I post for you and they're like, yeah, sure. We'll do what we always do for you. I mean, perhaps for asking. So I, I guess that's why, how, why she got that $780 lightning bolt necklaces. Yeah. I wonder how much of a discount she gets for posting it. Yeah. What do you think? I I read something. Did TMZ put something out about Ariana's deals lately? They're like 200K deals. Uh-huh. So that was like, what? She got 200 grand from SoFi and from, do you think, from Bic Razors? Probably. I would think and so. From Canes? Yeah. That much money? That I, seems like a lot. I think so. I mean, when you think about these guys going and doing club appearances, they get like five or 10 grand, 20 grand, and they have to work all night. But that's like a tiny little club appearance. This is like a national thing. Yeah, that's true. Huh. Damn. And she's well, high- She could just she- buy her house then, kick him out. Oh, I'm sure she will. I bet she'll buy. I'm sure she wants a fresh start. Yeah, fresh house. Huh. Well, that's hence 
why we're getting something about her sooner than later. Um, Katie said that they're getting a chef. Now, granted, this was filmed last year. A line chef from Mastro's to run something about her. Ooh. That's impressive. From steaks to sandwiches. Love it. Yeah. Um, Schwartz. Oh, Schwartz suggests to Katie, yeah, you've got this this patio. You could have, like, Tom Sandoval and the most extras play on the patio. It's like, first of all, all those band members would not fit on the patio. It's very small. And, hey, shout out to Jessica, who saw um, some folks last night at karaoke, Ariana, Katie, Dana. And she said a couple of the band members from tom's band but last night they had a show in pittsburgh so i don't know how that's possible maybe they looked like or maybe like the whole band wasn't there huh that's interesting i don't know but she got to like sing and talk with the ladies and so they were very nice Fine. anyways um which would have been nice telling ariana today oh you hung out with a friend of ours last night but because i didn't go because i'm a lame ass you guys don't get to hear that story that would have, could have, should have happened. <laughs> um, LVP and Peter, we talked about that. LVP begs him not to leave. Okay, here's what I noticed, too. When they show the scene of Ariana sobbing to LVP and she, um, Christina yells, Tom, you need to come help her. You know, and Lisa's like, Tom, come help comfort her. You need to be there for her. Get her through this. His body language, if you go rewatch that, it is so cold. Well, actually, you can only see it on the extra footage on Peacock. They cut that part out on the regular episode. He's, like, cold and distant. He looks pissed off. His arm, it looks like it's around her, but it's not. It's, like, on the chair behind her. And he's, like, not doing shit. He's more concerned with telling Terry Maloney to fuck off. Yeah. It's really chilling. But, okay, then there, so but then there's, like, footage from that night of them kissing, him giving her flowers. Like, they're all over the place. The whole, it's ridiculous. From being in the sandwich shop to, like, we received promo pictures from Bravo that uh, they're making out, they're kissing, they're, you know, it was like a, a whole thing. So it's, Yeah, they showed the footage of At Schwartz and Sandy's was just the, um, the first party they had for Daily Mail. And it's Tom and Ariana, and he's like, God, you look beautiful. And she's like, thank you. She's like, you look pretty or gorgeous, too. And he's like, oh, I'm so lucky. She's like, I love you. She's like, I'm so proud of you. I'm, you know, it's like she's being super supportive. He's like, I know it's taken a lot of time away from us. She goes, I understand. She's like, it's worth it. Look at this place. It's, I, I believe in you. I support you. You know, we'll make it through this. Like, she's so supportive. And they're both like, and I'm like, and now you're trying to tell us at that time, that's the time frame he's trying to sell us, that they've been having problems, he's been insisting on therapy, and it's like, well, then don't gush over her like that and send these fucking mixed messages and mixed signals. Like, that scene, that that was no man that wanted to be away from her. No. It's fucked up. Yeah. Just saying. So on to something lighter. We have Sheena extra footage um kind of doing a kim k when she lost her earring in bora bora um cry face because her wedding videos are all ruined because the cameras couldn't acclimate now i can relate to this this happened in thailand 
it's so humid, your your camera can't acclimate, and it takes like, I think it's like forty five minutes, honestly, for like just a cell phone camera. Yeah. Um, and and I think we had a big camera too, like a Nikon or whatever it is. Um, it's crazy. You'd think they would have been a little more prepared for that. Yeah. So, but um, luckily for Sheena, you know, everyone there, I'm sure, was taking their own videos. So I'm sure she's got plenty. Yeah. I like that uh, Lala found out that Tom Schwartz's dating app profile picture has Katie in the background. Yeah, that's amazing. That was hilarious. And so, so him. Yeah. So on brand. <laughs> oh. All right. Okay, here's a classic example of Tom Sandoval gaslighting skills. The Toms are arguing and yelling at Villa Rosa. Lisa's like, one of you have to leave. You keep arguing. And Schwartz is saying, you know, he's resentful and, and pissed because Sandoval's been gone so much with the band and touring and practice and <coughs> he's getting resentful. But then Sandoval just turns it around, blows blows that up, gaslights Schwartz, and just is like, come on, man, until Schwartz, who he knows has a huge aversion to conflict, basically just backs down. So it's totally Sandy bullying and preying upon Schwartz's weakness and like he knows he will back down. So instead of like calling Schwartz out, okay, what didn't you do, Schwartz? He he just gaslights him. He's like, oh, come on, he'll back down. And, he, and in the end, he has Schwartz like apologizing. Ugh. That's what I was thinking of was, um, oh yeah, and then Sandoval struggling to be sober for five days to get his, his sperm done. Because Lisa's like, why wasn't he drinking last night? Um, oh, something dark with this, with, you know, Schwartz was like, my dad was dying, my brother had cancer, I have no money. Oh, when you were saying how Sandoval didn't uh, leave Kristen because she was taking care of everything. Yeah. So same thing. He probably drug out the Ariana thing too because Schwartz even points out, I had nothing. I completely ran out of money. He's like, where's Tom? He has Ariana to rely on. He's like, and if not his parents, which, well, he's already tapped out his parents quite a bit. So maybe Tom didn't want to cut it off because he knew he needed Ariana there as a lifeline just in case. Right? Yeah. Using her for money. Sick. Well, and like, yeah, and blowing up like their living situation. If he was found out and he yep. wasn't ready, like like he isn't right now. Um, yeah. Yeah, it could definitely put him in jeopardy. Yep. So that was some planning and manipulation for sure. Yes. Um, so that Schwartz saying how he literally ran out of money, that gives some credence then to say that Joe... She says she was paying rent. Schwartz says she was not paying rent. So, like, which is it? I don't know. Yeah. Um, Schwartz and Raquel in Mexico. Oh, they just show more footage, and they share them talking about, what was your first kiss? What was yours? He said, oh, my first kiss was in Palm Beach, Florida in 1995. And Raquel was like, I was one year old then. Oh, God. <laughs> okay, why they showed in the trailer all the hot tub scenes that we were all waiting for, 
especially post Scandaval, and then they never showed it in the episodes. But we have it here in the never seen before footage episodes. You can see it. It's the threesome in the hot tub. It's when Ariana laughed, saying, ha ha, it looks like we're in a thruple. And you just keep seeing her. She's laughing and she's like looking away and not noticing. But like Tom and Raquel are just like looking at each other, like smirking, like hungry, hungry eyes, just with that knowing look. And like when she said trouble, they both kind of like gave each other a little look and a little smirk. And it's like, oh, my God, that's just sick. Like you just feel like such a fool. And you know what was it? Jax also. There was a couple couple different people on the cast, but I think Jax specifically said it the other day. He's like, I'm sorry. He's like, these these camera people, these, you know, or crew production, he's like, they've not only heard about the allegations from rumblings from Lala, from Katie, from Allie, they're seeing it. They're seeing him pat her on the bat on the butt they're seeing this hot tub footage of their knowing looks he's like he's like someone had to know so thank you for jacks for backing up one of the theories we've discussed yeah jacks the voice of reason okay the oh my god the hibachi dinner so ariana feels bad for katie she just like oh i've been there you know but when I got divorced, I needed support. I moved to a whole different state. I moved to Vegas. Katie never bothered to come see my show. And Santa was like, well, I did. I came twice. I always come twice. And then Raquel's like, hee 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 hee. It's like, she giggles way too hard. And then um, she was like, yeah, it was great. Sandoval gave me the best notes on my performance, which it really helped me the rest of my like season or whatever. And Raquel's like, yeah, he did the same for me. He he gave me, like, posing advice. And they pan over to Sandoval. I prefer this power stance. And I'm like, who the fuck is Sandoval to be giving Sheena Vegas stage performance tips or Raquel pageant tips? Like, his ego. Yeah. I mean, I understand, like, modeling. I mean, but come on. A pageant, is, it, he's so cocky. Um, then Raquel joked, well, it's a good thing I didn't make Miss California because I couldn't be acting the way I am now. And then Sandoval, like, completely overlaughs. <laughs> it was like, and Sheena and Ariana laugh along as well. Oh, boy. <clears throat> uh, yeah, sick fucks. All right, so we have, okay, Katie and Tom have that first dinner in Mexico. And he's like, oh, Katie, you look very, very uh, svelte tonight. Ew. Like, I know it's supposed to be a compliment, but, like, I don't know. I, would, I wouldn't like that. I know. Like, you, you could have said, like, beautiful or something. Yeah. Um. And he's all nervous. He's like, oh, you know, I'm just, I'm trying to have a, a real date here. And she's like, a date? Uh, no. Like, we're not on a date, you idiot. Um, so then he talks about the first time they hooked up, he knew it was going to happen. And he, like, rode his bike down. All I had in my head was like, was Tom, like, vigorously riding his bike down to 7-Eleven to get 
one of those over-the-counter erection pills. No. no. I didn't realize that was a thing. It is. And he goes, yeah, I got one of those, and uh, I took half, but he's like, I think I'm still erect from it. And then Katie goes, hmm, you should have done more of those, out, or you should have done those more often with me. <laughs> Tom's like, what? why? What do you mean? So the first the first time they ever hooked up, he needed a pill? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. He's like, I had a feeling it was going to happen. So I rode my bike really fast down to like, the convenience store or whatever and got one of those pills. And she's like, really? She's like, she goes, I kind of had a feeling. But then she's like, you should have done more, done that more often. I'm like, two points for you on the double doubting on how your dick doesn't work. <laughs> but from <sighs> the beginning. That's sad. Yeah. But fun for her to point out. What about the part where um, Ariana's like getting ready for like either the wedding or something and she's like, Tom, you have a boner. Yes. And then he pees for like an hour. It's like, uh, like where did that boner, where where did he just come from? Oh. Yeah, because she'd been in the middle of getting ready in the bathroom. And he, and you know, there's that, the time where she went missing at the wedding, Raquel and Sandoval. So he comes in with a boner. It's like, that's weird. Like, you, you didn't want a follow up question there, Ariana? Like, what were you doing? Where were you? Yeah. What did you just like? Uh, yeah, I would say, what, what just, what happened? I mean, does your penis fill up like that with when you have a lot of pee? No. <laughs> I don't know. I don't have one. I'm just asking an honest <laughs> question. <laughs> That'd be hilarious if every time a guy had to pee, they got a boner. So you're like, oh, ex- do, you, do you need to use the restroom? <laughs> That's funny. Good point. <laughs> All right. Ken tells LVP that Sheena slept with Francis, the chef, at Villa Blanca so that she could get better food. This is back in 2012. That's kind of fun. What? <laughs> and then they showed a picture of him. He was pretty good looking. Okay. So get it, Gina. Um, yeah. <laughs> Better food. Thank you Wonder for that. Wonder if she hooked up with Chef Joe. Yeah, thank you for that tea, Ken. <laughs> Ken really likes stirring it up. I mean, obviously that scene with him coming in and dropping the bomb of how Aria or Raquel stayed over. Like, that was like classic Lisa Vanderpump having someone else do her dirty work and having her hands clean of it. But she's like, Ken, darling, and then you'll come in and you'll drop this bomb. That way my hands are clean. <laughs> I mean, I don't even care, like, if her hands are clean. Like, I, I no. it was so brilliant and like so much more entertaining um that ken did it like it was yeah just poetic oh god then they have this horrible cheesy scene that they've already done before with like the tom tom thing so they're at the mondrian and sandoval like pulls schwartz aside and like gets down on one knee pulls out this like wedding ring and it's like schwartz Will you be my business partner? Like, they already did that, like, with the necklaces and shit, right, Tom Tom? Yeah, and the sidecar and the matching outfits. And, like, uh, it's, like, yeah. ugh. And then Sandoval crawls onto Schwartz's lap and they, like, hug and embrace. And it's, like, yeah, we've already seen this. Yeah. And it's not cute. It's stupid. 
It's stupid. Your, your little boyish charm shit, you guys. It's it's long. gone. It's over. It's over. It's over. It's embarrassing now. Like they're pulling you off stage with a hook, and you're just still sh- doing jazz hands. I was I was trying to like daydream about season eleven, and who could possibly get like you know like the the hero edit for this season. Um, you would think that it would be Ariana, but I don't think, I think they'll use someone else. Um, and I can't figure out who it could be that like, that's why I think, that's why I think it's so brilliant that it was Ariana this season because she's never had anything that any of us are like, like the, the thing we can say the most now is like the Miami girl, um, where she hid that. But other than that, she's really done nothing. Um, she's be, like, she's yeah. made fun of sketch comedy. She's, you know, gone at Stassi, but there's like, there's not anything that people can really like say, I, I'm not going to support her because of X, Y, and Z. Almost every other character you can, right? like people, people either love or they hate Sheena. People either love or they hate Katie. Um, James, the, yeah, Lala. And, and the yeah, James, Lala, and the Toms. Kristen, like Stassi, they, yeah. no one's gonna stand for them getting the like the Ariana treatment, right? So I don't know. I think it could be Katie. It could be Lala. It could be James. Maybe, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, speaking of, so they do more of the James and Allie at the tarot card reader, and. At first, I was like, I don't even care about this extra footage. But then I, I watched it, and I was like, actually, this is kind of interesting. He draws a card of someone he's le- um, he's left that is uh, causing discord in the group. And the lady's like, are you ready to walk away from all of that? Because it doesn't serve you well. And James is like, yes. And he's like, it's like Raquel bulldozed in and... You know, she upsets Katie. She gets toxic with Lala. She has everyone blaming me instead of, you know, perfect Raquel, which they all did. Remember, they all kind of dumped James and went team Raquel. Um, She's like, he should remove himself and get new friends. And that is what he did. Yeah. Where he started hanging out with Allie's friends. Uh Uh-huh. And James said, you know, stop pointing the finger at me and point it at her for one fucking second for fucking everything up in our friend group. This was all before Scandamal had happened or was revealed. So he had the foresight knowing she's the one fucking everything up in our friend group. I was like, interesting. You had some insight there. Yeah, which was weird because at the time there wasn't any problem. And it almost made him look crazy for like, yeah, yeah. like a baby. Like, you're only friends because I I introduced you. Get your own friends, Raquel. Exactly. Oh, boy. Huh. Okay, so next part, I already talked about the Raquel at the pool party. Um, literally after Boys Night. Hypocrite! Okay, uh, here's another thing that was in the trailer that was not in the episodes. And I don't know why they needed to cut it out because I thought it was pretty funny based on the person doing it. They were at the country bar in Havasu. And, like, this skinny beanpole guy in a cowboy hat, like, Wranglers, grabs Katie's hand. He's like, follow me. And he's, like, leading her by hand, brings her into this, like, room that, like, you know, everyone can see, but it's, like, a chair, you know, like a bridal chair. Uh And um, 
and he starts like stripping and chair dancing and he puts his hands her hands up on his abs and he starts doing the thing but then they like cut it out like why couldn't we see that scene and more of it yeah also because he was like not like a beefy stripper guy he was like this skinny local dude you know like did you see that movie with sandra bullock the proposal when they're in alaska yes and the guy that's the stripper he's also like the landscaper, the priest, the he has like 90 jobs in in their town. Yes. But he's like the stripper. He was like that guy, but skinnier. That's funny. But yeah, it's like, why put it in the trailer, but not put it in the episode? Like if it's I, good enough for the trailer. I don't know. Um, I love that movie so much. I own it. Yeah. It's always on. Um, I always watch it when I'm traveling. It always seems to be on. It's comforting. It's, yeah. It is. Yes. Okay. Here's a really interesting scene. I did not know. We'll be interested to see if you knew this. Jacqueline and Allie. It explains why she's such a fan now. They met before. Did you know this? No. Jacqueline and Allie met long before James ever met Allie. They were working on a film together once upon a time in Hollywood um, and they spent the whole day together and she even said, she's like, oh, I love you so much. She's like, I would love to hook you up with my son, but he's spoken for right now. Um, She's like, and so Jacqueline's like, the stars aligned. Like you ended up with my son and that's why she was such a big fan of hers because she already was a fan of hers. Oh, wow. That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Especially considering like their age difference like i understand you're working on a set together but like you know usually you you kind of end up hanging around someone like like yourself right you know um so maybe really the stars did align maybe it was kismet maybe so lala uh, lvp asked lala what's new with randall um while they're at paris and Lala said someone close in his inner circle said he got engaged to the 24-year-old girlfriend. So we still don't know because Randall's denied that. We just we don't know if that's true. But, you know, we'll talk about some of that in the Randall scandal that we do on Patreon because, oof, I mean, some of the people, they're just watching him buy her like Rolls Royces and handbags and all the, the places he travels to while he owes all of these people money, like left people without health insurance right as the pandemic hit. Like, horrible shit. And yeah. what, what's that 24-year-old girl think? Like, I guess, you know, I guess watching Amber's story, Lala's story isn't enough. She she must think that, you know, she's different. Yeah. There ain't no money there, girl, though, so I sure hope it's true love. Yeah. <coughs> well, still- or if she... He's still doing stuff. I see him. Hopefully she's playing it smart and doing what um, Michaela told me. I think it was on Heather McDonald. Um, this person, I think it was a famous person too. Um, you know, they have like the sugar daddy arrangement. Uh-huh. And she would never get cash. The guy always like just bought her, took her shopping, which was like useless because you either couldn't return stuff or it was like store credit. And so she had this guy advisor. He's like, no, you need to buy either Hermes or Chanel because those two things hold their value or gain in value and you can sell them and make money. And he goes, and, and 
if you can go to Nordstrom because they let you exchange it for cash. So he, she then would have him take her shopping at Nordstrom so she could exchange whatever for cash. And then would try to get either Hermes or Chanel because they're the only two real designer labels that hold their value or increase in value. Oh, wow. So Randall's girlfriend, I highly advise you to listen to that advice because that's all you're going to get out of them. Except for maybe a cease and desist and an NDA. Yeah. <laughs> and a lawsuit. And maybe some death threats. I don't know. Yeah. Ooh, maybe not from him, from his lawyer. Yikes. Okay. Um, they showed an extra scene at the Canyon Club, you know, when Katie left. I was shocked by this. So Katie went backstage to sell, to tell Sandoval. She's like, dude, I'm sorry. I can't stay for this show. She's like, I, she's crying. She goes, I feel like I don't belong here. Everyone hates me. And he's like, that's not true. You do belong here. And he hugged her. I'm like, this is weird. Sandoval comforting Katie. Yeah. But I thought, well, she was courteous enough to go tell him personally. She's like, one of these days I'll see your show. And he was kind to her. I was like, wow. Yeah. Weird movement. As Schwartz would say a hundred times, oh, I feel like I'm living in like a parallel universe. Yeah. I noticed he said that about nine times and rewatching all of the episodes here. <laughs> oh. Like that's his catchphrase. Like Katie likes to get her word of the day and, and use it for about a week. Schwartz loves his parallel universe. He said that about Schwartz and Sandy's. Oh, like remember that the ceiling yes. art. I feel like I'm like in a parallel universe when he's showing Raquel. Like, shut up. Yeah. Okay, Sheena knew the other Tom. So Sheena knew Schwartz long before any of all this. Well, I think she knew Sandoval because they worked together. But she goes, I just knew Tom as the other Tom. She goes, they they did a Pepsi commercial in Arizona like 12 years ago. And she had brought like a 40-ounce Smirnoff ice, like a 40. And um, they ended up sitting in his car and smoked a joint and shared the 40. And so when she went over to pre-party with Raquel at his apartment... She brought the 40 to see if he would remember. So it was a little backstory on why she brought the Smirnoff ice over. Oh, that's funny. They had a little moment. Um, Lala, Lala said she doesn't sex text. She said she's too bad. It sounds too weird or aggressive. And Katie's like, but you have the, like, the dirtiest mouth ever. Which, again, as we've been talking about the last few weeks, Lala is all talk. Just like, you know, we've said we have friends like that. They talk a big game, but when it comes down to it, they don't do any of the stuff they pop off with, you know, vocally. Um, and that's fine. Like, cool. Own it. But, like, don't pretend you're, like, this dirty badass. And you're like, nope, I don't do this, 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 and this. But you're, like, pretending that you do. But sexting, I thought that was funny. She, She's like, I can't. It's too, it's too aggressive. Yeah, I thought she'd totally be into that. That's surprising. Yeah. Okay, Schwartz said he sunk every dollar he has into the bar. Um, says Joe never paid rent. Said he depleted every dollar, whereas Sandoval has Ariana and his parents to back him up in a pinch. Tom has no one to turn to. LVP asked Tom, now that the bar has come to fruition, is there any chance you could save things with KT? And Tom said he knows if he had put the effort into rehabilitating his marriage and love with Katie, like he did the bar, 
that they'd still be together and he regrets not doing it. So I think that could be something that we like possibly see in season 11. I felt like, especially with the, um, Oh gosh. Um, 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 what is Katie's mom's name? Terry. Terry. I'm like looking at her face in my brain and I can't, I'm like, I want to call her Tina for some reason. I don't know why, but anyways, um, I just like if Schwartz comes into season 11 as being like put through the ringer, they've been saying like, you know, like, is he at his rock bottom? Like if he hits the rock bottom and something else happens, like I I could see him possibly going to Katie and trying to at least repair their friendship and Mm -hmm. like it, it being a thing. And like, I don't know if the audience would be interested enough in that, but I feel like it's a possibility. Not really. One of the scenes, too, is he's like, I don't want Katie to call me Tom, you know, post our divorce. He's like, can you just call me Bub? He's like, you don't have to say Bubba. Just Bub. Just please don't call me Tom. She's like, I always call you Tom. 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 He's like, just call me Bub. Yeah, I don't know that I really care to see their friendship. I I don't want to see, like... But I have to say, like, their fighting is one of my all-time favorite things to watch. <laughs> so I'm yeah. still interested in, like, yeah, some conflict. But, yeah, not really the – like, I'm not – I don't – I don't want them to be the, the season heroes. Right. Because he just gets that pass all the time. Yes. So Even, I, I, I need I was, him yeah. to feel the pain for a season and let Katie not feel the pain. There was, I was watching this TikTok and this guy, like he like pops up, like he like put the green screen of the cast behind him and he kind of like rips into each person that's on the, the panel of the reunion. And he's like, this person is the, and he's like, oh, he's like, I've never watched the show, but here's my opinion. And it was hilarious because it was spot on. But the (laughs) one, the one thing that made me yell during his TikTok was he got to Schwartz and he was like, well, this guy's fine because I just I don't really care. Like he's he's fine. I think he just said he's fine, and I was like, oh, like that is the 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 one mistake you made. It like it, the TikTok was good enough that I still liked it, but the mistake of Schwartz is so common that people think that he's okay and to give him a pass. And no one can understand unless they've truly watched all of the seasons. He's never felt any wrath come down on him, and. Now people, their eyes are open. People that really get it and know him. Kitty's never been able to live her best life. Hopefully this is season 11 where she gets to. And hopefully he'll feel some wrath. You have That's why you have people like Nick Vile. Like he does great interviews, but he's like, yeah, I don't know if Schwartz, I haven't met him. But he just, you know, I don't know if he seems too smart. He's like, he actually is very smart. And he's very manipulative. I mean, maybe now he's saying that too. He sees that he's being like, he plays this dumb facade as a manipulative tactic because it works so well for him. Yeah. You know, the dumb puppy. But now we've all seen through it. But most people, unless you've committed to, you know, really knowing these people and watching most of the seasons, you're not going to get that. You're going to get like, oh, he seems so nice. So that's why, you know, these other podcasts. Yeah. And I kind of love it because it's like, it's like in your friend group. And I think we like, we're watching these people and like, we consider it like we always like, it's fun to 
like reflect on like which character you are like or like it's like very it's fun to watch this we we've you know watched for 10 seasons but the thing about Tom is he's like one of those people where like in my own personal friend group there are some people that I think are like horrible people that I'm friends with and I'll like sometimes like you're like scared to confide in one of your other friends and be like do you think this person is like like they keep doing things that are like really psycho you know and then like finally that friend's like yes I've always wanted to say that to someone but I never could but it's like only a few of you know it and the rest of the fa- the friend group is like bamboozled by them constantly yeah and, and you and then you and that friend like look at each other like he's doing it again it's happening again so, like, it's, it's so... I could feel that, like, a conversation we had earlier where we were talking about, like, two adjacent friends. Yeah. And one that was always so frustrated. And, like, I totally get that person's point now because I see what's happening on the other side. I'm like, oh, my God, I see what's happening. It's almost like a, a Lowe and Rachel O'Brien thing. Like, I see it. Like, yes. you're either blinded to one side or once you start seeing both sides, you're like, holy shit. I yeah. see it. I see it too. And yeah, and, and I, I really think that this discussion of, I guess you could say loyalty is going to continue in this friend group and these uh, characters that are on the outskirts because they can't they can't help themselves but message these accounts and and say things to them and give them little bits of information they they just can't help themselves and unfortunately i think it will eventually blow up in their faces because every single if you want to call them influencers or content creators like everybody's ta- everyone's like friends now like we all talk to each other and it's just weird that there's a couple people that are the ones who keep like spreading these little seeds around and it's just like, I, yeah. I think people are going to catch on. Yeah. You know what your voice sounds like with this new tone? What? Shannon Adore. Ah, I love you Shannon. You have to listen back. <laughs> yeah, it, it gets a little rasp in there, but then it's like, you know, she's not all raspy. It's it's, it's interesting. I'm like, huh, you sound like Shannon Adore. <laughs> I know. I loved the trail or the, the first episode. We'll get to talk about it. Well, in a week. Yes. Um, okay, I just have two more scenes and then we're done. We've got just a quick little funny one. I mean, I'm sure Lisa did this on purpose, but they're at Sir and Lisa's like, Guillermo, the toilet's just not working. And he's like, okay, Lisa, I'll call a, a plumber tomorrow. No, it needs to be fixed now. He's like, I don't know how to do that, Lisa. And she's like, oh, good God. She's like, it's not difficult. Do you want me to show you? So she goes in and like just does, you know, takes the lid off and does the little jiggle thing that we all do. And uh, she fixed it. But like, I'm like, Guillermo, you don't know how to do that. And you've had this um, restaurant since like 2005. That's pretty sad. Yeah. I have a big issue. I I have a big issue when like managers like that won't step in on little things like that um, and help. So... Like I remember when I when I worked at Dukes, like someone would like clog the the toilet in the women's restroom, and we only had two. So it was like if one was down, we'd have like a giant line out the door, and it's like, can someone just go in there and plunge? It's not that hard. Like go fix it. And so it would always be yeah. me who would have to go in there and do it. 
And then like, and it's like such a thankless job because no, like no one cares. Like they, like they're not going to be like, Holly, we're going to pay you the plumber's, you know, fee for that. It's like, no, no one cares. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Okay. So the last scene, Sheena asks Raquel, so you're still banging it out with that asshole guy, right? Because you said he's like good in bed. And she's like, yeah. He like eats me out like incredibly. It's so good. Like that's all we do. She's like, yeah. yeah. And then this other guy had me up on the kitchen counter. She knows kitchen counter, mind you. And she's like, don't worry. I sanitized it. Oh my God. She just like, well, after I was married and my doors, I became a revolving door. Raquel's like, that's me right now. I'm the revolver. Call me Madam Revolver. <laughs> Ew. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. And given, like, you know, it didn't sound like she didn't, you know, she didn't refill the Brita. She has nothing in her fridge. She didn't change the sheets. I mean, how well did you sanitize? I, I feel like Raquel was never like brought up with chores or how to didn't know how to her like she wasn't taught how to do laundry or the dishes or anything so i feel like she probably you know she didn't wash the sheets that she slept with men in sheena's bed i don't know if i would trust the uh the counter see like her poor summer her apartment seems so clean and like neat and organized so i'm i'm really surprised she did that um but well, like, what's, I, what's to mess it up with? She had nothing in her fridge. Coors Light. Yeah. I mean, but like, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Um, yeah. I like. So the, in the next, re, in, in the next reunion episode, the one that we're going to see on Wednesday, like, what do you, is Raquel coming out? Like, what, what do you think is going to happen? I think partway, yeah. I mean, they haven't even utilized Sheena at all in part one. So I think she'll, oh, wait, no, Sheena, doesn't Raquel have to get, so the whole scene is Andy giving the thing to Sheena and Sheena crying. But Raquel has to come out first and give it to Andy, unless she gave it to Andy before in the trailer. Yeah. So, yeah, I think she'll be out next this week. I just like I just wonder what the crying is about when the paper gets handed to her. If it's like tears of relief, tears of embarrassment, like tears, uh, like uh, tears, like Maybe over, just over everything she's going overwhelmed through, overwhelmed because she had to worry about this shit. You know? Yeah. Of maybe being like a violent felon and what's her daughter going to think or having that on her record and not being able to get jobs because, of, you know, there's a lot of consequences that come with that. Uh-huh. So it's not to be taken lightly. And so maybe that on top of everything that happened with the friend betrayal of Sandoval, Raquel and Ariana, like she's just probably just fucking broke, you know? I, I also found it funny that like in the beginning of the, of last week's episode, she's like, Oh my God, I've lost five pounds from this. And like, Ariana's like, yeah, me too. Like, Ariana's the one who like really has been going through it. But <laughs> Sheena had to mention she has too. So. <laughs> yeah. Like, these are the things that the editors leave in. You know what I mean? Like, they, it's, it's Breeze back. <laughs> yeah. 
Well, that was it for the extra footage on Peacock, the, the first part, and then all the never-before-seen footages, those episodes. And so this week we'll be back with the reunion part two, as, and then Thursday they release the extra footage for that. So I'm sure we'll do a little update can we, with can that we, information. Can we quickly gloss over what was in the pumped-up version of the reunion? Oh, I thought we did that at the beginning. Oh, Oh, well, no, then you have notes then extra on top of what I did. So, yeah, well, hit hit them. No, I just like there was like a couple of things that I thought were like just amazing on the pump. First of all, the pumped up reunion is just spectacular. Um, it's like I, wa- I obviously, you know, I watched the episode. We podcasted on it. And then to come home and see like the extra footage and to have it un- um censored was like wasn't it crazy to hear them cuss like the i mean do you yeah like we want to podcast on thursday instead of wednesday so we can just podcast on the whole thing no i still love the way we do it like i I, say thursday at 6 a.m it's available like i can't um i don't think i can wait that long especially if it's really good that's, I mean, I'm, that's fine. I'm down with that. But if it's, if they truly release it Thursday at 6 a.m. and we podcast Wednesday night at like 10 p.m. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, I'm fine with that. It was just an idea. Yeah. Well, we could. Yeah. I don't care. Um, or we can just do a quick update Thursday morning or Thursday night. Yeah. Or I, I say like we see how it is. If it's so good, we have to jump on the mics and that's what we have to do. Yeah. Yeah. True. Um, but yeah, so, so, okay, so I just wanted to like talk about like the feeling, like the, the F words that were flying and like the way they were cussing was just like incredible. I think it made it like so much more intense. Um, and then I just had to like comment on when they got to the snowboarding part and when Ariana said, did you guys have a fuck fest up there? Like I absolutely lost my mind like i haven't heard fuck fest since probably like since i was in high school like that was like a thing that like we would be like oh are you guys having a fuck fest like we would say that to each other um so that and the way that she would like the way she said it like i was absolutely dying um okay let me go through my notes really i don't have a lot but i have just a couple things let's see yeah um, okay, and then I think you already talked about this too. But when, um, when she, yeah, when the the Sheena part, when he, when George is like, you think there's better better than this, and like he was all shocked, like that was amazing. Um, yeah. And then I I don't know. It was just like like all of the. This like all of the women being on all the same size, and then the the LVP thing. So the other the other thing that has happened is there's a giant theory out there that the big reveal that you know the bombshell that like no one knows is that Lisa is going to you know come out and say that she in fact found out September 2022, and she knew it was going on, which would then you know rattle everybody up and but. Lisa has come forward on Twitter 
and yeah. has said that's absolutely not true. And there's been some other theories that have come out, and it's I, I find it strange that a lot of people, cast members or production, different people have been like, that's not it. Like, people will put their theory up. Like, let's say they're like, uh, I haven't heard anyone deny this, but let's just use it as an example. Raquel's pregnant. Like, people will be like, that's not it. That Nope, you're wrong. Yeah. And it's like, so no one's supposed to know. You guys don't know. Right. But you're all, you know what it's not. And then um, Lala was doing a lot. Especially the, the adjacent, especially the adjacent friends. Oh, so you know. Yeah. But the cast doesn't know. Okay. Yeah. Or, and, and it's like the the real truth in it is that the cast knows too, but these, like, the friends around them are blowing it because they're messaging everybody saying that it's not true, therefore ruining it for the cast members that are keeping their mouth shut. So it's just like a yeah. giant mess. Um, Lala was doing an Amazon Live and um, someone was like, can you tell us what the, the secret is? And she's like, nope, nope, can't do it. I've been sworn to secrecy. I told them I would not. I found out what it is. And I said, I cannot tell. I will not tell. So it sounds like a lot of people know. And then I've heard that Ariana and Katie have both confirmed they'll be doing season 11, um, even though they're not supposed to be confirming yet. So I don't know what's up with that. But they all tell they're, they're, you know, Lala's going to tell her husbands. Ariana's going to tell Logan and Brad, just like we already, Brad already admitted to like blowing the one thing he wasn't supposed to tell by telling Deb Chubb. And who's to say she wasn't going to go tell someone? She has no ties to the show. You know, it's just the one example of why, you know, the theory of, oh, the cast knew all along. He's like, I knew that could never work because of the adjacent friends, because I know they tell them everything. And all of these people are loose lips and they think they have a best friend in, in this blogger or this podcaster or this. But then that person tells someone and that person tells someone and it's just. Or I think and then the, the, uh, the other like really frustrating thing is, is um, other digital creators or accounts, Instagram accounts um, will come out like about a month later after something breaks and be like, uh, actually, I knew that. I knew that that happened, but yeah. I, I kept my mouth shut about it because I don't want to, you know, I, it's like, what, what? Yeah. It's like, it's like, it doesn't matter if you can't say it. That's why you guys, we used to do, you know, cast interviews. We were very friendly with the cast and we still are, but I, I'm not asking hard hitting secret questions because I can't use it. If they're telling me something in secret or confidence, I can't use it. Therefore, why would I even bother asking or putting them or myself in that position to ask? Sometimes we hear things anyways. And yes, we keep it to ourselves because that's the understanding. But like, it's not, I'm not interested. Like I could have gone to the barbecue today and just like hounded people for questions. They can't tell me anything. And even if they did, I wouldn't come on here and be like, Guess what, guys? Well, and uh, I, I was at I my don't, friend's barbecue, I, yeah. and I totally exploited the situation. I don't like, think no. that that's how it happens. I think that when you hang, their their reality is happening the entire time. So if you get to be a play, if you get to go be a part of their lives, so to speak, by being at a barbecue with them, seeing how they move, you're going to pick up on things. That's just how it is. And like for Sarah yeah. and I. We choose to not do things like that because when you get too close, we've, we've seen this happen to other people, it ruins the magic that you have. So 
Sarah and I have always just been two friends that like to sit here and dissect Vanderpump Rules. Like it's it's what we enjoy. It's what we like to do. If you put yourself in that position, you're really taking away from the magic. You just are. Yeah, you can be friendly. You can go to events and get the vibe and pick up on the things we picked up on. But when you're trying to like become their like inner circle friends, it's like then just and it's a whole different like thing. It's a whole different podcast. And and if you're going to do that podcast, the cast already has their podcast. So what? why would they listen to your podcast when they could just listen straight from the horse's mouth or, and, and listen to a cast podcast? Exactly, you know I mean? exactly. And like if, and I just – like I feel like that's why our listeners really like us is that – we just like we come from a different point of view and we're not going to they know we're not going to do that. We're not going to have someone who's our absolute favorite that we're never going to say anything about because it would just change our show. It's not it's just not cool. And it's hard. Like it's, yeah, it's hard for that. Yeah, it's hard for like us yeah. too to and there are like we have we've got we've come across some like pretty big bombshells that we've sat on and it's been hard. It's been really hard to so I get why the why these people are like I knew that like I because it's like you're sitting on this and it's like it's it's a lot yeah so um but yeah, I mean there's no point in doing it unless you can get the anonymous which then isn't verified so you don't you have to say like well I don't know how much truth there is like we got a lot of stuff and people were like see we like with the firings we told you do you believe me now and they told us step for step what happened and it happened just like that. And I was like, do you believe us now? And it took a little bit because, you know, there's so many blind items. Those are so diluted now that when it is anonymous, it's you have to be careful. But then anonymous is really the only one you can use without betraying someone. So it's like this fine balance of what you can and can't do, you know. We don't want to just be broadcasting bullshit. But then, you know, we also don't want to overstep. The other part that I absolutely loved is when Andy kept going at Ariana about their relationship and like trying to break it down like, okay, but you guys weren't having sex, but you guys weren't happy. Like, did you have conversations about this? Did you like just like annihilating like their whole relationship and Ariana was not having it and the way she shut it down, I thought was so brilliant. Um... So, like, watching those scenes again, like, with the uncut version was just, like, super satisfying. Yeah. Uh, let's see. I saw a clip today. Someone posted a flashback of, like, the book. She's like, what you're not going to do is come in here and steal all the attention away from me again like you always do. And, like, it was this brutal scene. It was Lala, Ariana, and Sandoval. And I was like, oh, and that was a long time ago. I was like, yikes. Yeah, but like he was being his annoying nat self, but she was being the way he accuses her of being. She was being that way, but also rightfully so because he was being that annoying, attention-seeking nat. So it's like they were both right and they were both wrong. It was just gnarly watching it. Yeah. Um. The <sighs> other. The other thing that, and I know that Bravo has been doing this style of reunion for a while now where they really break the fourth wall they let us see the handlers like walk sandoval out you know and they let us see the behind the scenes of how they really kind of like set this up um 
I feel like the next, as like a reality TV viewer and fan, the next like component that I need of like breaking the fourth wall is like an editor sitting in that reunion circle. So like questions can get blasted at them. Like, why did you cut like this? When did this, when, when did you film this? Like, how did you put this in order? Like, that would be like my biggest request would be to like hear from like one of the editors of like why they did what they did, the order that things were shot. I saw another um, TikTok today of, it was, let me see if I can shout them out. Who are they? What you need is a production secrets revealed. Yes, yes, exactly. And I and they probably oh okay. Uh this is from the account She Speaks Bravo. And they were doing their podcast and like it was a video and one of the girls was like the question that I have is when Tom goes over to visit Tom that first scene after everything has happened and he walks straight into Schwartz like into his arms and does that cry. You know like I'm sorry. It's like super dramatic. She was like but wasn't Sandoval just at his house the night before? Like, that's where Ari- Ariana was like, you were at Schwartz's? Like, they that was the timeline they set up. And she's like, so why was he, why did he come in so upset? Like, wouldn't they have already, like, kind of been having a discussion about this? Like, why was it so dramatic? Yeah. All, she was right. just – so basically they were, like, kind of questioning the timeline and how the story was put together. And, like, you guys, just go read the comments because people are jumping down their throat saying, you're, like, you idiots, like, you film things, like, out of sequence. Like, that's how reality TV works. Maybe they filmed that before <laughs> and this and that. And the uh, the poor, the girl, um, she's like, you're right. We're so stupid. Thanks for reminding us how the show is <laughs> is made. Come on now, girl. We know it's a show. The whole scene was scripted between them anyways because Tom Short says how it all started. Story. You know, so it's just funny to see like someone else kind of defend the feeling that we're all having yeah. of like this like it's cool. It's a fun story, but like it doesn't quite feel like this came Holly, together. There's these things called pickups you guys don't know because you're not on the show but like our friends are on the show and they do these things called pickups and confessionals and they're filled at different times (laughs) oh okay thank you (laughs) so anyways yeah so they list out like the whole timeline and um they also got they got confirmation that the scenes were shot in order it's, like, been confirmed, like, no, that is the order of, like, how it truly was shot and how it happened, which is interesting. Oh, so, nice. shout out to them. Like, I just, like, am, it just, like, warms my heart, too, that, like, we're questioning things a little. Like, it's okay for that to, like, be part of your hobby of watching reality TV. It's interesting. It's fun. No one's trying to ruin the show or any of the magic. It's just fun to point out, but people get, like, really angry, so... Yeah. So that's all. <laughs> um, yeah, so yeah. I don't know. That's that's pretty much all the notes I have on the um the pumped up edition too, but I just loved it. To me, it like fed my soul to watch the reunion and then like we got this extra like 
Like, I wanted more. It's like, I want the camera on Raquel the whole time in the trailer. I want to hear every single sigh that she made. I want to see every eye roll. I want to see every time she switched positions to having her hands on her face to on her lip. Like, I want to see it all. <laughs> the way the kids watch TV. She yes. is very childlike. She is, yes. <laughs> and, like, I'm also kind oh. of obsessed with whoever um, – Tom Sandoval or Raquel's handler is like uh, I, I'm like okay like this dude is like he he works in reality TV during the day and then he hits the gym at night like he's got some arms on him he's got his black shirt going he's handling Sandoval he's handling Raquel like I want to know who that is and I want to like could you imagine being their handlers and like taking them through this whole like, it, it could not be easy for Sandoval and Raquel to walk into that reunion. Like, the – you could tell, yeah. like, shit was, like – the Adderall was, like, going on. Like, it was high stakes. Oh, and just even coming up, it was already – like, we see coming up scenes, and they're like, boo, boo. And Lala's like, shame, shame. And they're all pointing their fingers like, holy shit, this is – this is rough. But again, you know? Yes. Yeah, face face the music of what you created. Yeah. And and like I appreciate that they both showed up. They like Raquel could have not showed up, you know, and like it would have like completely yeah. ruined our like it wouldn't have been fun to have her zoom in from somewhere or whatever it was. Like having them there is like what we need and I think that's like what's really worrying me about season 11 too is it's like I guess like if we take the show in a whole different like way then they could leave the show but i i don't want sandoval to stay and raquel to not stay like i don't i don't want to feel like her showing up shows that she doesn't want to blow that shot and that's why she showed up because if she was just gonna walk away there was no need to do the reunion um you know unless she wanted that paycheck i Um, feel like i would not have press charges against her because it was a unique situation with the restraining order. I don't think they would have like sued her for breach of contract, but you know, she doesn't get that paycheck. I think she wanted to secure the option for season 11 though. And by not going, she's going to ruin that. So I also think she's like a, not a perfectionist, but she likes to, like, I think she takes like jobs very seriously. So I think she wanted to do the right thing, but yeah, I hope that, um, I hope that it's not true that her parents are, like, making her stay away. Yeah. Not that well, I, I, I don't know what we would do. With, I don't know. that. I still need help storyboarding season 11. Still working on it, but um, <laughs> we'll see. Did okay. you see me uh, pull over to Evolution Studios the other day? Yeah. What Was that it? Well, that's what it said. Yeah. How many Evolution Studios are there? It it seemed weird because there was a door and it's like dance entrance. Yeah. But it was Evolution Studios in Burbank. I think right I think it's a dance studio, actually. That's hilarious. Um <laughs> I was like, Jerry. I know that you're that's and hilarious. That, yeah. And <laughs> Anyways, all right, we'll be back, you guys. We're going to do Randall Scandal on Patreon, and we'll be back, obviously, this week with Reunion Part 2 and the extras of that. And, yeah. Oh, my gosh. And you guys, Got like, an event Saturday. 
Yes. And we're super close to releasing merch. Sarah, I haven't even like sent you my latest idea because I'm still trying to get it done. Um, obviously, I will before I <laughs> do anything, but you're going to die. Like it's a, an idea that I have not seen anywhere yet. So I'm like trying to like get someone to like sketch it out for me. I wish I could draw, but um, I, I'm I know. Still... I wish I had graphic artist skills. My life would be amazing. Oh, I know. I know. Like, you know how they do it all quick too? It's all, yeah. Yeah. So anyways, yeah, you guys, thank you so much. We'll be back and we'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye.